Christmas at a very magical time of the year. For those who like their pies minced and their eggs knobbed. Oh, 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 oh. It's the greatest gift of all. <laughs> a Matt and Alex Christmas special. Which is just what I've always wanted. Much better than those socks from Auntie Cat. Oh, you shouldn't have. This is Matt and Alex's all-day turkey fest. Christmas, everyone. Yes, hello and welcome. The Turkey Fest begins, or the Tafurkey, uh, if you prefer. Uh, here we are, Matt, Alex, Santa, all of us in the room to give you uh, the hottest festive content this side of the North Pole. Yeah, do yourself a favour, undo that belt buckle. Just undo it now, save yourself some time later on. Uh, or maybe you're driving around town, driving in between families. You're doing all the visits this year. Um, we hope you are having an awesome Christmas, and we can't wait to hang out with you for uh, the next little while while we chat our favourite Christmases. We chat to some very special guests. Delta Goodrum's going to be dropping by to talk about her latest Chrissy tune. And we have the official word on what is the best Christmas movie you could gather around uh, the television this evening to, uh, to watch. We'll see. We'll see what ends up coming out. Have you ever? I feel that you would have been in a Christmas movie at some point, Matt O'Kine, in your Australian acting career. Nah, I've never done a Christmas episode. Uh, I've been in two dolphin mermaid movies, <laughs> um, <laughs> which are also, you know, they're kind of fantastical. But nah, never, never played a Santa or anything like that, unfortunately. All right, well, we've got a man who's watched them all, so we're going to be finding out a little bit like about that. It's, it should be a whole heap of fun. So shall we get stuck into it? Let's do it. Ho ho ho! Matt and Alex all day breakfast, all day turkey fest. <laughs> We've decked our halls and jingled our bells. This is Matt and Alex's all day breakfast Christmas special. <laughs> yes, Matt O'Kine, and as it is Christmas, we like to spend it with our loved ones and two people we've loved working with this year have been our producers, Bron and Marshy. G'day, gang. Hello. Merry Christmas, guys. And to oh, you. What a way to spend Christmas. We've got guests coming up too, soon as well. Very excited. But we thought we'd uh, we'd start today's ep, this very jingly uh, potty, <laughs> with a little bit of a revisit to some of our favourite Christmas tunes. That's it. You know, you're going to be hearing from Delta Goodrum's album very, very soon, but we've made our own. Before we get into that, though, Bron and Marshy, 2020 has been a big year, hasn't it? How have you how have you found working with uh, with your boys Matt and Alex? I loved working with you guys. Stage four, obviously, in Melbourne was a actual nightmare. <laughs> um, but I got to this... tell you, it was it was a bit difficult for. I mean, I ha- I didn't have to go through anything, but it was a little bit tough for me sometimes as well. Coming in on the week after the weekend, Monday morning. So, what's everyone been up to? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, let's make a putty. What about yourself, Marshy? You were, before even Melbourne went into the lockdown, you were in the uh, hotspot postcode. So you were lockdown even earlier than most. But Uh, luckily still able to come in mm. here. So coming into work and doing this podcast was a saving grace. Fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward to 2021 and meeting a 3D version of Matt O'Kine and not a Zoom screen version of Matt (laughs) O'Kine. I do exist. It's not a deep fake. That's it. Um, And all day breakfast, like a new concept this year, five a podcast every single day. It's the on-demand radio show. Marshy, you've worked with some of the best in the game over the years. What's what's different about Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast that other podcasts do? I've loved our listeners. 
The stories we've got from the callers has just been the highlight of the year. All of them have amazing turns of phrase, which have just (laughs) had me on the floor at times. Um, They've been so funny. So yeah, we, we always babe. ask you listening to get in touch with us, no matter when, no matter no matter how. You know, you can message us on Instagram. You can send us your your phone number if you want us to give you a call about a story, mm. or you can uh, you can chuck us a video or an audio message. Just literally leave it on Instagram. And let's be honest, you have carried us for years, uh, so it's good to yes. see you getting the recognition you deserve from uh, audio producer Chris Marsh here. But um, one of the things, you know, Bron, you were very uh, complimentary of working here, but not fifteen minutes ago you said, "Oh God, you guys," because <laughs> we've gotten you to be involved in a little bit more ways than than uh, than most, and one of which is coming up with a few Christmas carols this yes. year because we didn't want to hog all the fun when it came no, to coming up no, with some brand new Christmas carols. We're not attention seekers, you know. <laughs> we we just like to sit back quietly and let the tr- true talent shine, which is why we asked you to step forward up to the mic. How do you feel about your singing capabilities? I was obviously very nervous. I hate getting behind <laughs> the mic. What? As if, Bron, we've heard you yodel before. Uh, yeah, how long did that take to get out? <laughs> That's it. A newfound confidence to get on board, an idea which uh, another listener, as you mentioned, Marcy, got, uh, gave us the idea at Sir underscore Richards saying we should do a few Christmas carols for the Christmas episode, but instead of Christmas carols, why don't we make it a few Christmas Karens? Yeah, look, we've tweaked the words to a couple of the classics. So, uh, you know, we're not necessarily singing about Santa today. Um, we're someone, we'll be, most of these songs are about someone else who, I don't know if they quite bring us the same joy. Yeah, well, they've had a big 2020 though. A very big 2020 <laughs> have big the Karens. And so uh, later on you'll be hearing mine just to break up the podcast a little bit. A few Christmas Karens from Matt and Alex are coming through. We thought we'd spread the love, a.k.a spread the workload to uh, Marshy and Bron, and uh, you've come up with your own as well. Who wants to go first? Well, unlike Bron, I love belting out a tune, (laughs) so (laughs) as evidenced by me singing multiple intros throughout the year. Um, So, yeah, I love the challenge. You must must go absolutely hard in the shower, mate. (laughs) Absolutely. Just belting them out. Let's have a listen to this one. This is Chris Marsh on Chris Marsh. Singing about six blonde Karens. Early in my Christmas shopping, I saw quite a sight. Her sunnies off, her bag was flung, a Karen in full flight. I want to see the manager. Hurry up, too sweet. I'm sorry, ma'am, I'll find him now. The nervous team squeaked. Seen such bad service in all my life. I'm sorry, ma'am, please understand it's Christmas time. I'll have you fired, Karen yelled. The young kid was afraid, and he should be, cause up the aisle came a whole Karen brigade. Can you hear them? Here they come, <laughs> pushing their trolleys and dragging their kids behind them. Six blonde Karens, blonde street Karens, demanding to see the manager all at once. Six blonde Karens, Gucci wearing Karens, they're all here to ruin the fun. 
<laughs> yes, Marshy, absolutely nailing an Australian classic there. Oh, so, so good, my man. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Different character voices is great as well. Yeah, look, stick with us. You might hear a few more Christmas Karens across the air, but, but also, Chris Marsh, you're not going anywhere because uh, another thing about Christmas time, it's all about the Christmas movies. So we whoa, a special whoa, whoa. episode. Before we get to that. We can't be moving on without playing producer Bronze. Are you going oh, to totally I we skip gonna over? That. Pro- I thought we were going to do no, that later. No, no, no. We're going to listen to Bronze now because, Bron, in the lead up to this idea, you I think you came up with the best name for a song. I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you just sung it before. No, it changed, I think. Away in a manager instead of away in a manger. <laughs> Yes. Is that it? It's away in a manager. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's have a listen, shall we? Oh, I'm excited for you, Bron. Let's go. She screams, hey, at the manager. I'll tear off your head. A little angry Karen. So outraged ears bled. The other Was there any any auto tune on that? I I hope not. I hope not because that was not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was you 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 oh, got the, you got better pipes than I was expecting. Yeah, uh, Bron, I don't know what you're holding back on. Oh, I reckon you were playing it yeah. down, Bron. You yeah. did very well. You were very nervous about that. I, you, you did I very still very am good. Very embarrassed. I think my face <laughs> is as red as Rudolph's nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. That not was brilliant be stuff. Embarrassed about. We'll have a couple of our our own efforts popping out through this Christmas podcast. But uh, Marshy and Bron, thank you very much for. Uh, not only those incredible carols, but also all your work this year has been awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, guys. And Chris Marsh, stick with us, though, because you uh, one of the best things about this period is uh, the Christmas movies as well. And you are a movie guy. And I've sung another intro. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. It's all day breakfast. He's written a list and he's checked it twice. And these naughty boys are definitely not on it. This is Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast Christmas special. Now, one of the great things about this time of year, Matt O'Kine, is curling up in front of the fire and popping on an easy-to-watch Christmas movie. Mate, Belinda said to me last night, she's like, I wish this Foxtel channel, which is some like dedicated to Christmas movies, she's like, I wish it was on 24 hours, seven days a week, all year round. Three, six, five. Because I was like, why is Christmas with the cranks on? (laughs) And then when I turned on the TV again, I was like, Home Alone 2, what's going on here? Something's afoot. (laughs) And that is, at this time of the year, they crank out the movies. But which is the best one? We thought we would ask our audio producer, Chris Marsh, his Chris Mars film recommendations. And here they are. We wish you a 
Yes. Amazing stuff. The most self-indulgent thing I've ever made. Now, Chris, oh. singing that alone in the studio, yeah. how did you feel? Singing my own name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a very Merry Chris Marsh joining us today for some Marshy's movies. I and quite often sing my own name when I <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Do you reach a crescendo? Thought, or? I just thought that that would, you know, I just thought it was. I don't know. I just don't know why I said I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> well, it was definitely funny, but maybe not for the reasons you thought. Uh, Marshy, this time of year, there's something about it that just makes you want to watch a film, doesn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, family friendly film, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to have to bleep whatever just happened there, by the way. Yeah, goodness me. But you already told a story this year and we know what you said and that is, no! <laughs> anyway, um, Marshy, you've, you're, a, you're a purveyor of all movies. When it comes to Christmas, you're also a Christmas lover. Yes, I do love Christmas. I'm very excited by Christmas. Yeah, yeah I, I was surprised by this, you know. I am the one that's getting my four-year-old nephews out of bed at 6am going, come on, open presents. <laughs> well, that's just because you want to open yours and you can't open them I like giving presents children. too. No, I, like, I like Christmas. I like Christmas carols. I like the family nature of it. Yeah, no, I'm just a Christmas lover. What's your favourite Christmas carol? Uh, I like Sleigh Bells. How's that go? Uh, by the, uh, is it the Ronettes? Oh, when those sleigh bells ringing and ring, ring, ding, ding. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. What's yours, Matt? Oh, I love me a bit of rum, pom, 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 pom. <laughs> Absolutely little love little drummer boy. Yeah. Um, and I also really love that one that goes, Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A Isn't star, that Hunters and Collectors? <laughs> Dancing you the night, it will bring okay. us good. No one knows that one. Um, I'm, I'm a big We Three Kings. Okay. Because of the, the transition into the chorus. It's so good. It was like, We Three Kings of Orient. Then it goes, Ah, Star of Wonder, Star of Light. I feel like so, you should be drinking a Stein and, yeah, like, exactly. you know, swinging it around in a pub, singing that. So festive. But enough carols. Let's get down to business. The feature films, Marshy. You've put together a top five for us of Christmas movies. Uh, in the best of the best, the cream of the crop. Well, I thought first go through what makes a Christmas movie. Some of the tropes that we see over the years and some of the things mm, yep. that you will see in, in most Christmas movies as they come around. And the first one is that every person's house in a Christmas movie is immaculately decorated. <laughs> yeah. And their Christmas dinner is always unbelievably elaborate. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no tinned food on the table. There's no tree that's falling over. It's it's always and like stunning. This, the, the house always has the perfect combination of lighting props and snow on yep. it like it's just enough snow it's despicable well that's the other thing in every christmas movie it snows regard mm. like no matter what historical weather patterns tell us <laughs> or what global warming is telling us it always snows in the christmas movie i've All spent right. a few christmases in the u.s hoping for a white christmas and got nada and so i think that's very uh, unrealistic yep what you'll also get in a christmas movie is it's always in a small town and that small town is always Christmas obsessed. They always have a parade or the main street is completely covered in decorations like... Bloody Whoville. Like, they're mad for a Christmas. <laughs> the other trope of a Christmas movie is that um, there's always a wacky family member. 
And there's always a depressed sister who hates Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of Home Alone, like last night, which I was watching. Um, Well, Uncle Frank is the wacky family member in Home Alone. Yeah, definitely. And then the other trope in most Christmas movies, uh, if they have more of a rom-com bent... Mm. is that um, the female lead will come home with her rude, self-centred, rich boyfriend from the city um, (laughs) that no one likes, and she'll run into the blue-collar heartthrob from the small town (laughs) where she used to go to high school with, and he'll win her over in the end, or we all know that they're going to end up by the, you know, about 60 seconds before the final credits. I, mean, I don't I'd remember say- seeing this in uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, uh, <laughs> Marshy. No, this is more um, your Hallmark Channel oh, okay, 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 <laughs> movie okay. of the week. Yep, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, i got to tell you, though, it's a trope for a reason, because even you just explaining it, then I was like, ooh, I wonder which one she picks. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even a real thing you're talking about. All right, so uh, what are your favourite movies, Marshy? Or before we get into Marshy's, the official list, what is your favourite Christmas movie, Alex Dyson? Well, I like I I don't mind Love Actually. I think it's really nice to watch I around Christmas. I reckon it's pretty good as well. It's not a Christmas movie itself. It's set at Christmas. They jam in all the Christmas it's stuff. A Christmas the Christmas it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. movie. But uh, yeah, it's something that's literally about Christmas. No, Love I remember, Actually I remember counts. watching Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I'll Be Home for Christmas yeah. uh, back in the day. Stuck uh, what in the film. desert in his Santa hat. Yeah, exactly. And he's just got to make it home in time because, you know, we all felt the pressure of, of making an appearance at Christmas. Mm, my favourite was Home Alone by a mile. I just loved that film <laughs> from as a little kid. It's, and it's one of those ones, like Grease and like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, if it comes on, well, I'm staying till the end. That's just <laughs> as simple as that's the rule. Talks that Disney are about to remake it. What, what's that, Home, Home Alone? Alone? with a new cast. Well, I know I really that a friend that of mine actually... Real, it's, a, it's a gritty reboot and <laughs> Home Alone, it's it's sort of a bit like um, uh, like Alexa is like controlling the house and is like... He's going to get stuck indoors and he's got to... And, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Marshy, let's do the official list. Well, two, you, the two you mentioned are both on it. Love Actually and Home Alone are both in my top five, absolutely. And I think Great. Home Alone is probably my top one. Um, but also on that list, um, for the other familiar trope of fathers who neglecting their families but um, <laughs> regain redemption Ooh, by the end yep. of the movie, yep. um, my example of that is Die Hard. Um, <laughs> he's oh. a bad father, but he gets you know wins their love back by the end of the movie. Man, I love that. I love that film. Me and my sister, we had it taped off the television. Is it a Christmas we movie? It's a Christmas movie because yeah. it's set at Christmas. They're at a Christmas, Christmas party oh. in the building. Nakatomi Plaza Christmas yeah. party, meeting you know meeting the partner. Um, He's wearing a Santa hat as he crawls through the... Um, the crawls, crawls to the vents, but then the vents. he has a little thing. Once he kills one of the baddies, he writes on the chest, and um, Alan Rickman, rest in peace, Alan, yeah. sees it, and he's written on there, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> you, love, you really did love it. Yeah, man. I've watched yeah. it so many times. <laughs> um, all right, great. What else is on there, Marshy? Uh, redemption is always a theme in Christmas movies, um, and my example of that is Bad Santa. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton playing. I mean, not a kid's movie, but um, Bad Santa is a great film. And the big one, I suppose, more in the kids' realm is that the whole idea that, you know, Christmas and Santa is a magical time um, and Polar Express is probably my favourite. Really? Wow. wow. I also haven't seen that. That seems too, I just, too I just, much of a kiddie sort of one. Is that true? But 
Yeah, but you've got it. It, it is a kids' movie. It's designed for kids, but sometimes you've got to tip into that. You've got to have something to watch with the nieces and nephews. Well, yeah, it's but not like Home Alone is a <laughs> <laughs> <an> indie drama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Emotional yeah. journey. But I've heard that that's really tough to watch because it's still, you know, it was quite. It's in relative to when CGI is coming in. It is quite old. Motion capture and the the cold dead eyes of these CGI characters <laughs> are really disturbing. Shout outs to some runners up. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Real good. Oh, uh, yeah. So good. Well, that's the, that's the problem. They're, the great thing about that is their turkey's overcooked. It like, comes out and goes, like, oh, it looks delicious. They stick the knife into it and it like goes and opens up. It's the driest, <laughs> driest meal of all time. That's excellent. Um, who doesn't love Arnie at Christmas? Jingle all the way. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be mentioned. That's another one where you watch it till the end. Uh, Elf or the Grinch. Both good movies. Will Ferrell Lovely. for Elf and Elf the Grinch. Elf is food. great. I enjoyed the Elf, quite, Elf quite a lot. And for the old classics, It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, that's Miracle on 34th Street, always on. But you can tell it's been moved to midday. It's not your 8.30 (laughs) p.m.s anymore. That's your midday on Christmas. Muppets Christmas Carol, can I say that one? Very, very good one. Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge, um, which is great as well. So that should get a look into it. Charlie Brown Christmas is always great as well. Mm. Does Scrooge work as a Christmas movie with Michael Keaton? No. Was that Bill Murray? Oh, Scrooge, uh, yeah, with Bill Murray, I think it was, wasn't it? Was that a, was that officially a uh, Christmas oh, film? Why not? I mean, yeah, there could be a very loose on... interpretation of what happens at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think well, Trading I like Places well. is set at Christmas, so we could probably try and wedge that in there. <laughs> That's not quite as family-friendly as the Polar Express. <laughs> no. Well, whatever movie you are watching this Christmas, have a good one, and uh, we will catch you for another Marshy's Movies next year. Marshy, thank you. Yeah, I'm off to nap on the couch in front of one of these now. <laughs> This is Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast Christmas special. And now another track from the Matt and Alex CD, Christmas Carols. How dare you speak to me in that tone? Get the manager on the phone. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is just you. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my Karen gave to me Twelve races racing, eleven dirty glances, ten Fords are beeping, nine tradies weeping, eight Charters of human rights, seven managers leaving, six entitled children, five golden tips, four swooping haircuts, three curse words, two hurtful shoves, and a complete lack of their empathy. Something to listen to during your plum pudding food coma on the couch. This is Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast Christmas special. Now, Matt, before Delta jumps on, it is nice to just hang out with your, your friends and fam over, over Christmas. So what are, what are your Christmas memories? What's, what's some stuff you love about the, the festive season? Oh, you know, I, I was wrong. I, I have kind of been in a Christmas movie. Um... It was a comedy made by our video guy here, Dave Zwolenski, who mm. uh, who made a TV comedy called Purge, just a one-off sort of half hour. I played Jesus. 
Oh, really? So that's pretty Christmassy. <laughs> Don't get more Christmassy <laughs> than that, my friends. It's the so, big boys' uh, B day. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. Were you playing a young Jesus? What was what was going on? Was it you? Well, were you I mean, in the manger? Like, was it a nativity scene? <laughs> I wasn't playing baby Jesus, <laughs> but I was playing, you know, twenty-something-year-old Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Jesus was only thirty. Three when he died, so he was still pretty young. No matter, there is only young Jesus. There's mm. no old Jesus. No, 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 no. So he's, you you got to wonder what Jesus could have been like if he got old. See, this, wonder, would would Jesus have been a grey nomad <laughs> going around in the caravans? <laughs> reckon he would have. See what he would have saved himself a fortune on bloody bagged wine. That's for sure. Hey, the old casks. Just pick up an old ten liter liter Everclear from. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, whatever. The we Seinfeld, what we what the hell's going on here? I don't know what's happening here, but yeah, Christmas. What is Christmas to me? Um, don't mind it. I mean, you don't. Wow, wow, wow. I'm not that. I'm not probably not that festive a dude. Oh, we had the plastic tree at home. It'd mm. come out. We'd sort of do it the night before. We'd put it mm. up, and then it'd stay until about. I think our record was February. We we literally <laughs> got into February. The Christmas tree was still there. It was like, all right, get the vacuum. Got to get rid of this tinsel. Well, I remember, I remember not connecting with it at all. Mm. You know, I mean, I was into it when you were a kid because you just want prezzies for a while. And then, uh, and then I just lost touch with it for ages. I remember specifically wanting to work at the video store on Christmas. Was um, it when I was working on at a Christmas video Day? Store. Yeah, for people to return the new releases that they'd <laughs> wow. got on Christmas Eve. Such a scam, man. Like, think about that. that yeah, they hire you out a new release on Christmas Eve. <laughs> And they, they make, make your buddy drop it back the next day. They nah. don't say one year, one day a year you could have a two night release. <laughs> no, no, no. They did, they did do that. But people, it did work. It did work. People did drop back videos like weeklies and stuff. But they also got out movies. One of my favorite Christmases was when I worked at the video store, and then I came home and I and I got to be Santa in our little family Christmas. My little cousins were quite young at the time, and Aww. I stuffed a pillow up my shirt. Yep, and I put the beard on and the hat on. And they loved it. They thought it was so funny, and it was like it made me. Did kind they know of it was think, you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I don't know how like, young they Sometimes. were. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they definitely did know it was me, but it was really sweet, and I think that changed my opinion of Christmas. I think I saw it suddenly and as a family affair again. I was like, oh, this mm. is about celebrating with other people and it's not just about, you know, oh, no one's giving me presents or whatever. So I was like, oh, this is fun. And then, and then it really got, got me back into the spirit of things. Now having Sophia, it's mm. awesome. But la- last year was a little bit of a waste because, you know, we bought her sick presents. She just, you put a thing in front of her and she just cries. And you're like, well, <laughs> come on. But you had to cart this all the way up to Toowoomba so you could open it and you're just <laughs> crying here. Come on. Because the, the, pa- the wrapping paper made a weird sound when she ripped it. Like, <laughs> and they're just like, ah. And you're like, this is no fun. But now she's a bit older and it's going to be super exciting. I can't wait. Oh, fantastic. I mean, what about your favourite Christmas memory? Do you not have any? Um, Nothing super. I remember I got a sick Mickey Mouse poncho one year. My oh, sister yeah. got a Minnie Mouse poncho and we went down the local um, Lake Bateau, sort of adventure playground, did a little Barbie down there. That was a pretty, oh, was a pretty good day. Nice. But yeah, Christmas itself is never as exciting as you think it'll be, except when I got a PS1. I mean, that was, I don't think the excitement levels have ever matched that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, what else you can you be excited about? Peaked. Yeah. You peaked at, at Christmas. Yeah. When Lo- was that? Losing virginity, PS1. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's, that's, I, that's my I have two to say, favorites. knowing you and your family and stuff, this is no slight on, on Mr. Ian Dyson, but for a family that was never allowed anything other than the weekly videos at the, uh, <laughs> at the video store, the PS1 is a pretty, like, that's a pretty rock solid, like, big investment. Santa killed it that year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You haven't... <laughs> It's just you just unwrap because that's the thing you don't expect these when you cop it when you're getting the weeklies, you just think you just don't think Santa is going to um pull out all the stops. You but, were thinking wow. secondhand Mega Drive for sure, you know. <laughs> but oh, then very yeah, the very most, you know. Old black was, and white Game Boy. Remember, remember that little um, it was a plastic tube of water, and you press air bubbles to a guy to get the hoop over a <laughs> stick in the water. That was that was peak gaming for me at one point. <laughs> And then suddenly, what, <laughs> PS1's coming out of the thing? <laughs> Get out of it. Oh, how good. Well, that's so exciting. Yeah. Um, so, look, we hope we are having a good Christmas as well. And you're right. It is the memories that it is with the with those people around that make Christmases really great as well. Well, re- more recently, I've been doing Ghanaian Christmases with my uh, cousins in Brizzy. And so they cook up, like, these mad, like, chachingas, which are these, like, um, nutty, dry-rubbed kebabs. Um, they were always singing like, you know, always playing like African Ghanaian music on the, um, on the, on the stereo. And actually uh, two Christmases ago as well, it was really awesome because it started like really storming heavily and we couldn't Mm. leave my cousin's place. And so we just had one of those rad afternoons where we just talked like dad just sort of, you know, took the, took center stage in the old chairs and, uh, and just riffed about Ghana and growing up and why the family's called this name and how we, why we've all got different names of the family, even though we're all one. It was just like this awesome thing where I was like, oh, this will be the sort of thing I remember when he's gone, you know, mm. and that, I'll, that I'll always be thankful of those moments. So, yeah, it was great. I guess the good thing in our family, not being super sentimental about Christmas as the actual day is it also acts as a reminder. It's like, oh, it could be before Christmas. It could be after Christmas. It doesn't have to be the 25th, which yeah. the tray and those sort of things. It's like, it's a good reminder to catch up, have those chats, spend some time together. Because, yeah, you could be at work listening to this on your Christmas. It's, uh, yeah, that's also an acceptable Christmas. Do you know what my favourite day of the whole year, though, is? It's Christmas Eve. I've had some incredible Christmas Eves. Tell you over yeah. the years. Yeah, when you turn That's... 18 and you're from a small town and you go home on Christmas Eve, it's you just run into everyone <laughs> Well, at that's the, pub. the thing. Everybody. Everyone at the whole you've ever grown up with, that you've ever known, you go to like the same pub. The RE in Tuong was our place for a long time. Like all of my high school and primary school friends would always end up there. I saw Josh Lawson there one day. I didn't know Josh at the time, you know, big, big Hollywood actor now. See him there at RE on a Christmas Eve. I got arrested one Christmas Eve at the front. <laughs> <laughs> at the front of the RE You've one. been having too many spirits of Christmas <laughs> the night before. Yeah, yeah. I think I was, I think, I can't remember. I was just just yelling. I was just being loud, yelling at someone. Who who'd done something and then the police were like whoop and then they 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 were there arresting someone else, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I had come out of the pub being just like loud and swearing loudly and stuff like that. Yep. I don't think I'd been kicked out or anything. I think I was just being, you know, disorderly. Sure. Is probably what you would say. And then they were like, <laughs> they, they just popped they you in the back the of Santa's sleigh and. Uh... <laughs> 
took you back then and then i was there i'm like this sucks i'm like i didn't do any i'm really sorry i'm you very actually, very like, sorry with the divi van it wasn't the van it was like a car a police right. car and the guy next to me he had done something so he's there going oi man this sucks hey oh man we didn't do nothing hey and i was like man i don't know who you are i got nothing to do with you shut up and then Wait, so, so he was in handcuffs and you weren't. Yeah, and no, I was in handcuffs, right? And he was in the other guy was in handcuffs. <laughs> then the police and I'm and I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think one of them recognised me from being on Rove. This <laughs> <laughs> was in 2008 because they had a little whisper to each other and stuff like that. And then um, they drove around the corner from the pub, mm. and then they pulled up and they got me out. Right. And they're like, what are, where are you supposed to be? And I'm like, I'm, just getting, I'm going home. And they're like, all right, well, get home. You're not stopping on the way. And I was like, yeah, of course like, not. It's God a Christmas no. miracle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, oh, bye-bye. And then so they drove off. And I was like, oh, how nice is that? That was great. And then um, and then my friend was like, oh, where are you? And I was like, oh, I just got, <laughs> got arrested. And I'm, but they dropped me around the corner. I'm going to come get out. Like, I'm, you know, I'm going home. He's like, no, nah, come to Night Owl. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay. So it's a 24-hour convenience store. So I was like, oh, sick. And so then I went to Night Out. We got some frozen Cokes. And the bloody police turn up. Right? And they're like, what the hell are you doing? We told you to go home. And I was like, oh, I'm just having a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> and what did, uh, what did Mako Kai say in the morning when you... Well, he doesn't know about this. Oh, so okay. <laughs> uh, this will be the first time he hears it. And by, I tell you what, I'm going to hear about it too because he will call me. <laughs> I guarantee you he will call me. But I tell you what, I was hung over that Christmas. <laughs> Had a headache that morning. But nothing no. a little bit of a uh, little bit of eggnog and gravy couldn't <laughs> fix. Good work, my man. This is Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast Christmas special. And now another track from the Matt and Alex CD, Christmas Carrots. Watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Karen's gonna sit your ass down. She's making a fist, she's shaking it twice, she's gonna give you some helpful advice. Karen's gonna soothe the whole town. She'll berate you till you're weeping. Her human rights are at stake So prepare yourself for an onslaught If you overcook her steak You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Karen's gonna sit your ass down Saw Karen yelling at a burning store Refusing to wear a mask in aisle five She said she's gonna sue And she was filming it all too I witnessed this whole scene from my spot in the sausage queue Yes, I saw a Karen booted from a burning store Kicking and screaming about her human rights 
demanding to see the manager She ended up kicked to the curb And so she headed off to Spotlight for another fight Well, Matt O'Kayne, our stockings over the fire are not the only two at this very special Matt and Alex all-day breakfast, all-day Christmas because we have another red and white stocking. It's labelled Delta because joining (laughs) us here... Next to the you Christmas tree is Delta you. Goodrum. Hello, hey, Delta. Hello. I never thought I would be spending Christmas with Delta Goodrum. This is very exciting. Thank you very much. 2020 is a year that just <laughs> anything can happen for anyone. You know, I didn't know I was speaking with you, but I'm honoured. <laughs> um, no, so it's really exciting. Last time we spoke to you, actually, no, I've got beef, Delta. You've I've got beef. Yeah, no, I've got beef with you. Is this like Festivus on Seinfeld, the airing of grievances is what I they mean, do as part of that? Oh, my God, curb your enthusiasm style. <laughs> yeah. we, we Bring chatted. it low, David. Bring it. We chatted about um, about your your new music, yes. the, the, the recent album, and uh, mm. the new song that you dropped. And yep. uh, you know, you said, "Oh, it's it's not about me." Oh, and then oh. it was about your Which journey. Which paralyzed? Yes. No, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it's not about me. <laughs> I think we've got it on record. Anyway, like to see that <laughs> you you dropped you you you, you, you we we I missed out bombed. on the scoop. I yeah. spoke bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, congratulations on the on yeah. the on the release of that song. Before we get into the Christmas album, but also that that what seems to have been such an incredible and difficult journey for you to, uh, with that with that um. With that health situation that you had, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think it was a it was an interesting time, obviously, because I think I didn't really expect to have that song out uh, in that time. It was it was a little bit more left field in the sense that everybody we all felt passionate that it made sense to what people would have been going through, but I just didn't know if I was ready to share that part mm. of me. Mm. Um, especially going into uh, and also being highly conscious of that. In that, in this chapter of when we were kind of uncertain about exactly what was happening in the entire world, I genuinely thought, well, I just, it, my heart space, I, I, everyone's going through something, so it felt strange to to share that. But then I found my way of of sharing it by doing it by putting together what I felt was hopefully a hopeful video for those who yeah. might be in it. But I, but I definitely apologise for not speaking openly. I, <laughs> oh, I, no, I, I really, I just I'm, wasn't ready. Yet. I'm giving you a completely hard time. Um, jokingly. No, I like it. It gives, it gives me, gives me a challenge. But I mean, I, I love I that, that that that. Did you coin that term, heart space? Because you know, space, thinking no, of head space and heart space, I've never heard of yeah, that yeah. before. That's that's, that's because really I don't nice. have the brain cells for a head space. I, I just go for my heart space. No, that's that's really good, and it must have been a, a, a difficult one to, you know, yeah, to communicate it because I, I've tried I wrote, like when I'm watching MasterChef or something and people talk yeah. about their journey, right, I'm like yeah. I'm a little bit cynical and rolling my eyes. But the uh, the health issue that you had when it came to really yeah. affecting your speech mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. someone who sings or someone who hosts television shows, yeah. uh, it must have been, yeah, a really difficult thing to, to continue and, and get back to. It's, you know, it's like anything, you just, it's a lot of work and, you know, we've all got our challenges. That happened to have been one of mine. It was a total surprise. <laughs> Don't <laughs> give me. Um, and it was a journey. It was definitely when they say, a master yeah. chef, I'm going to be one of those. Uh, it was a journey. But I I learned a lot in the silence, so to speak, rather than being the one to speak. It was time to uh, just listen and reset. And that's what kind of made sense to what was happening and I kept saying, I'm sure this is happening for a reason, even though it um it was it was difficult. But 
You know, I'm singing, singing away, chatting away. You can't shut me up now, so chatting away. <laughs> That's it. Good, and people capitalised on that. You got to host what is probably the toughest gig in Australian music, hosting the yeah. Arias, but they yeah. levelled it up for you a little bit by taking away yeah. any crowd interaction yeah, yeah. at all. How <laughs> did you go? Then, like... Matt and I would be far too nervous to do that. How did you How did you handle that and how did you go? Because it was you did it excellently. Oh, very kind. Thank you. I am... Um, I I actually found it was quite peaceful to tell you the honest truth. You know? <laughs> like when he because of the experience of the voice, we didn't have an audience as well. So I kind yeah. of thankfully had experienced that sort of <laughs> woo yeah, like one person <laughs> that was great. That's I mean I've, that, that sounds you. like my gigs anyway. So it sounds like a dream job. Um, well, I'm there to be hyped though because apparently I really work in a quiet room, you know, like right. just be like, yeah, just like hyping everybody up. That's so. it. And anyone who's awesome. been to the Aries, you just don't have to deal with the industry just talking amongst themselves whilst yeah, things are going exactly. on on stage yeah, as well. So when I was growing up, I used to have a button, like applause button on this keyboard yeah. that I used to always, like with my brother, you know, my brother hated loud music and he hates like listening to me. He's like, I've got a headache, I've got a headache. <laughs> so I would press this little like applause button after every song and you just hear my brother, Dude, So after every song you sang. Visualising, And it all paid off for the Arias, you know. It all worked out. my own audience in my head. So what's your brother up to this Christmas? What, are you spending a bit of time with the family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's a legend. Um, little the little niece and nephew, and uh, my sister in law, and yeah, all the family. Are you, are you a Christmas person? Do you like it? Yes, you I'm do. a Christmas. You crazy. said that really like seriously. I'm so excited for Christmas. Hence why I made a Christmas record. Well, yeah. It. Well, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, only Santa knows. Um, it yes. is out now, obviously, yes. in time for uh, for today for Christmas. Yeah, put it on today because it's irrelevant tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Well, maybe that's the next year, Delta. You could make a Boxing Day album and just oh, like you know, point. just see, sing a songs about you know being hung over at the cricket or something like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. I've never thought of the fact that this Christmas, this album, like has a cycle where you go after Christmas Day, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Like I was well, like, oh, I never thought of that. Well, I mean, and then there's next Christmas. I mean, this will be around forever, which is very exciting. But exactly. Why? Why now? Is it? Was it? Was this? Was this because you had the time like, from not touring and stuff that you wanted to dedicate? Or is this something you've been working on for years or, or what, what inspired you? No, I genuinely, uh, at the start of the year, if you'd said you're making a Christmas record, I would have said, no, I'm so busy on my other record and getting like mm. going in treasure hunting for truths and trying to find <laughs> you know, piano patterns. And, and all of a sudden, all my intensity on like my own record, I just sort of, I genuinely was, we were in lockdown in Sydney in that chapter and I was saying, oh, my gosh, imagine the gravity of Christmas. Of, and then I wrote, only Santa knows when he... And just wrote this song and it kind of snowballed from there, like writing this song, Only Santa Knows, and that sort of knocked on to I wanted to do a give back, how important it was going to be to have our own Aussie sort of Christmas where mm. um, then I, I spoke to uh, the team at Channel 9 and, and spoke about doing a Christmas special. So, therefore, when the Christmas special said yes... And then, uh, and then I'd written this song. And it was like Christmas album says yes, Christmas. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> when you're supposed Suddenly to be winding down, you are ramping up. up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, that's the great that's thing about, about the that's album. Not only do you have your your Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeers, your White Christmas, Matt O'Kine's favourite, the Little Drama Boy, as well. Oh, but you it. do have this song, Only Santa Knows, which sounds a little bit like this. Only Santa knows. Only 
And much like <laughs> most songs in are enhanced by some cowbell, some jingle bells on this, Delta, they're sounding fantastic. I mean, were you just in the studio just going, lather them on, get them all yes. over this song? I said the more Christmassy the better. Every sort of tiny little bell I found, although I did, um, we did record the entire thing, I produced the entire thing, and obviously when I'm getting in different players or I play all the pianos and play all different instruments, but... Then when we got into the computer, we are like, bells, 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 ding, 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 bells, bells, bells. It was just more Christmas. And at the end, like, doing the, ah, only Santa knows. Like, finding all those really Christmassy kind of sounds. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's a bright, it's, I mean, it's an exciting thing to write your own, yeah. like an original Christmas carol. This could yeah. be. This could be going could down be. in history. This could be all I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. Yo. It could be. Well, I mean, I guess do people do people say that sort of stuff? Do, do people immediately make that comparison? Oh, immediately. I think they think of me as the new Mariah for sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so they That's should. It. I mean, yeah. but it's joking. about time someone passed the chalice, <laughs> Delta. She's had it for far like, too long. Bublé and, and Mariah think oh. that they've got Christmas totally pegged. I'm like, you know what? Move over. <laughs> Just move over. Sounds Sarah like, and I uh, are coming to town. Sounds like the, the dinner table here today is serving up some Christmas beef between yeah. uh, Delta and Mariah and the Buble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what is what is, what is the after today? What does mm. the next couple of days look like? How does Delta Goodrum <laughs> just rewind? You must you must genuinely be exhausted. Yes. Um yes. I'm very much just looking forward to, truthfully, just like a glass of wine, my feet up, or just going for a swim, just playing sport, like games. I just want to play. Just going to mm. just play. Just be um, with my mates and my family. And I got a cat, you know. Oh, you got a cat, cat in, co- in COVID? Yeah, oh, I got, great. I got a cat. COVID cat. That's so cat. sweet. What, um, what's its name? Bean. Bean. <laughs> just, just beanie weenie bean. <laughs> do you He's have, cute. do you, okay, does Delta Goodrum have a cat voice? No, I'm just beanie weenie. <laughs> 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 He's just beanie weenie. <laughs> he probably hears this right now. Beanie. <laughs> All right, well, Merry Christmas to Beanie. And um, look, Delta, cannot wait to uh, get out and uh, pop the album on the stereo. Only Santa knows. That's the great thing about spending time with family as well is my dad is the one that has the CD player now. And so we'll be able to pop that in. Totally. I was about to say to you, I like that you've gone for the CD straight away. (laughs) It's like it's your dad, you know. Vinyl. You can get vinyl. I like vinyl now currently. True, we do have that. You can get it on that as well. That's incredible. Only Santa knows. Grab it now. Or um, also, if you want to uh, see a bit of Delta Goodrum live, 2021 is going to be huge for your Delta. You've got the tour available. You can get tickets for that, which a dollar from which also goes to your foundation as well, which is really, really awesome of you. We chatted about that last time, a really great <laughs> initiative. And um, yeah, cannot wait to uh, hopefully see you in person at some point next year. Yay. Thanks so much, Delta Goodrum. Thank you both. See you next year. Thank you so much. This is Matt and Alex's all day breakfast Christmas special. And now another track from the Matt and Alex CD, Christmas Karens. Silence night. Doesn't believe in vaccines.
Well, that brings us to the end of the Matt and Alex Christmas episode. So whether you're surrounded by friends and family and are pulling a Christmas cracker or you've just been let out of the overnight watch cell and you're walking <laughs> home <laughs> with a hangover, <laughs> a la Badokai 2008, uh, we hope you've had a good one. Uh, thank you very much to Delta Goodrum for joining us and for providing a great soundtrack of our Christmas tunes. Yeah, and we've also got more special bonus episodes for you while we are away over the coming weeks. So uh, join us again on New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, man, I just can't wait for your New Year's story, if that's no, your Christmas no. story. No, I've learned my <laughs> lessons since uh, that particular Christmas Eve. Um, so, yeah, so join us on New Year's Day. Oh, we're going to be getting our, our, um, our medium, Julie, back on, who will uh, who might be able to predict some of your futures so mm. read some of your futures and uh yeah hit us up with some of your resolutions join us for the whole thing it'll be great fun until then merry christmas and we'll catch you soon bye merry christmas everyone 